This episode is brought to you by Intelligent Change and their five-minute journal. I have been using the five-minute journal for, I think, I don't know, since 2019 maybe. I tell everybody about it. It's a great way to get your gratitude in, to reflect on your day. You do a couple minutes in the morning, maybe like two minutes, a couple minutes at night, maybe like two minutes. I think it actually maybe comes down to less than five minutes. But I actually keep my five-minute journal in the kitchen. So when I am like getting the girls breakfast ready, then they start eating, I jot down my five minutes. Then after they go to bed, after I wash the dishes, I finish up my five-minute journal. I really love using it. I feel like it's helped me to kind of be on the lookout for more things to be grateful for. When we train our brain to look for things that we are grateful for, it'll start to do that. And I feel like since I started using the five-minute journal, I just have been a little happier, a little more joyful, a little lighter. And that's because gratitude really helps with that. And the five-minute journal process helps you to generate more gratitude. So you, there is a link in the show notes and you can use code MWELL10 to get 10% off of your own five-minute journal. They have all different colors. The front is this really beautiful gold writing on some of them, black on others, but I really do love this journal. Oh, one of my other favorite things about the journal is that it's not dated. So say you forget to do it a couple of days. That's okay. You can always come back to it. So head to the show notes, click the link, and you get uh, 10% off with code MWELL10. Hey, I'm Ashley Machado, a counselor and mental health consultant, and this is MWELL the podcast. This tool has been so helpful for me. I know you can do this. It's taken my business to the next level. Okay, let's do our breathing exercise. Getting an understanding from both perspectives. I'm happy we're here together. Hey everyone, happy Thursday. We're officially in November. November always has me thinking about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving always has me thinking about practicing gratitude. You know, all of those Thanksgiving games are like, what are you thankful for? So today we're going to deep dive gratitude together. You're going to walk away with an understanding of how gratitude can positively affect us, how it can rewire our brain for the better, and how to effectively practice it. Okay, but before we get into gratitude, I want to remind everyone that if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll be entered to win the MWell monthly giveaway. So Manny and I, we put together a box of our favorite books, tools, journals, and we send them off to the winner. I love getting things in the mail. So I just think like, oh, this is such a treat. That's how I feel when I get things in the mail. I feel like Manny, when I get things in the mail, he's like, oh my gosh, another box. But if you get this box in the mail, it is a treat. So go leave your reviews and I'll enter you into the giveaway. Okay, now on to gratitude. I am going to take you back. I'm going to take you back to 2015. In 2015, Manny and I got married. Tom Brady was still on the Patriots and they won the Super Bowl. Skinny jeans were still in style. And I think TikTok wasn't even called TikTok at the time. I think it was called something like Musical.ly. So like, this is a while ago, eight years ago, 2015. I know this because... 
I was working in a school as a school social worker and the kids were always talking about musically. And I was like, what is musically? And then when it switched to TikTok, I was like, what is TikTok? But now I know they are the same. I think. Oh, well. Okay. So, but also in 2015, two social scientists and professors from Indiana University wrote an article about how a couple of years prior to 2015, they had set out to do some research on wanting to answer the question, how can we help clients derive the greatest possible benefit from their treatment in the shortest amount of time? So in other words, how can their clients feel the biggest positive impact from therapy in the shortest amount of time? I was obviously intrigued when I read this article. Everyone is looking to feel better faster. And if there is a healthy way to do it, I mean, yes, sign me up. I'm a busy girl and I definitely feel if it's important to take time to heal or process or whatever the thing is you're working on, that's important. Take that time. But I also don't think it's bad or harmful to want to get through that faster if what you're doing to help it, you process faster, you're doing it in a healthier, positive way. Okay. So in their research, their previous research, they had found the best way for clients to make the biggest change in the shortest amount of time was counseling or coaching with additional activities. The additional activities are things like exercising or journaling and stuff like that. When they deep dove into the research, that is when they found the best additional activity to the therapy was practicing gratitude. So what their research showed was that Gratitude and therapy as a combo would give the clients the biggest positive effect from therapy in the shortest amount of time. They're like, oh, wow. Okay. This is cool. Now let's study this more. Let's study how gratitude changes the person and the brain. So then they did that. And here are the three things that they found. One, gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. They set up two writing groups, one, the people practicing gratitude, the other, the people are not practicing gratitude, and they compared the percentage of positive emotions, negative emotions, and we words that were used. And it was only when the people used fewer negative emotions in their letters that they were significantly more likely to report a better mental health. So gratitude letter writing produces better mental health by shifting one's attention away from toxic emotions, such as resentment or envy. And Dr. Emmons out of UC Davis, he also says this. He says that it's hard to feel envious and grateful at the same time. So if you spend time writing about how grateful you are to others or for others and how much these other people have blessed your life, it can become considerably harder for you to ruminate in those negative experiences. So like ruminate is when you're in this cycle of unproductive thinking. Just imagine like a hamster wheel and there's just negative thoughts going around and round and round. That's ruminating. Okay. Number two, the long-term benefit and change it does take time. The mental health benefits of gratitude writing in the study, they didn't emerge right away. 
but gradually they occurred over time. The individuals didn't notice a difference in a week. So it wasn't like they started noticing the gratitude difference like right away that week. But over time, after about four weeks of the writing activities, it began to emerge an even larger positive impact after 12 weeks of gratitude letter writing. And I like to tell people it's more like, it's not like you're like, oh, wow. Um, I feel awesome. I'm noticing how I'm feeling off is awesome. I mean, obviously you notice how you're feeling better, but more so it comes up when it's like, oh, 12 weeks ago, this would have affected me this way. And now it's not. And I'm actually reacting or responding in a different way. Okay. Number three. Gratitude has lasting effects on the brain. Three months after the letter writing, they compared the group who wrote the gratitude letters with those who didn't. The gratitude letter writers showed greater activation in the medial prefrontal cortex. And this part of the brain, oh, sorry. That's what I do when my words get stumbled. I just go, Okay. In the medial prefrontal cortex, there was like a greater activation. And in this part of the brain, this part of the brain, it plays an essential role in the cognitive process, regulation of emotion, motivation, and being social. The findings, they show that practicing gratitude may help the brain to be more sensitive to experiencing gratitude down the line. And this could contribute to an improved mental health over time. So when you're practicing gratitude, then your brain naturally starts to look for gratitude more regularly. Okay. Some other cool things about gratitude uh, from Robert Emmons, who I mentioned earlier. He's a professor in psychology at UC Davis. He's a leading scientific expert on the science of gratitude. And he found that it can also lower your blood pressure, improve your immune function, facilitate a more effective sleep. It can reduce the lifetime risk of depression and anxiety and substance abuse disorder. Practicing gratitude also affects behavior and the research shows that people who practice gratitude actually engage in more exercise, have better dietary behaviors, and are less likely to smoke or abuse alcohol or drugs. And I mostly think that this is because if you're practicing gratitude, you're less likely to look to engage in behaviors that help you escape. So drugs or alcohol or using eating as a coping mechanism, you're less likely to be engaging in those practices if you're practicing gratitude because you're probably not trying to escape. And that's because gratitude is able to allow you to celebrate the life that you're in. And it really helps you to be an active participant in your life. People who are practicing gratitude, they believe that life is happening for them and not to them. And when we focus on what we appreciate about our relationships or our body or different situations that we're in, we're then able to focus on what we have instead of focusing on what we don't have. 
There's another set of research out there that shows the people that they studied who were practicing gratitude saw a 28% reduction in perceived stress and a 16% reduction in depression. And if you practice counting your blessings and practice gratitude letter writing, the people saw a 41% reduction in depression over a six month period. And that goes back to when I said that the gratitude has lasting effects on the brain and that it takes time to um, change and to accumulate. So they were doing it longer and they just saw a greater reduction. Okay. So now you're like, okay, Ash, we know all that great stuff, but how do we actually practice gratitude effectively? Well, let me tell you, one way is letter writing, like I mentioned earlier. So you want to write a letter to someone who has impacted your life in a positive way. You can send it or keep it. That doesn't really affect if the gratitude helps you or not. If you write it and you keep it in your desk, it's going to have the same effect as if you send it to that person. But what you want to do is just write out how they've positively impacted your life, why you're thankful for them, what you're thankful for, all that type of stuff. Another way to practice gratitude is to write out everything you're thankful for. This would be the count to your blessing exercise that I mentioned earlier. Just get a list, write everything that you're thankful for. They can be tiny things like the new shoes I got, or they could be like really impactful things. Like I'm so thankful I have a roof over my head or that I was able to feed my family. It, it, there's no, um, there's no scale or limitations to what you are writing. And number three, write three things that you're grateful for in the morning and then write three things that you noticed that went well during your day in the afternoon. And if you're writing things you're thankful for, I always like to follow up with a question like why you're thankful for it and how it makes you feel. I really feel like this ingrains the gratitude in us. It makes us really think about like, why am I so thankful for this? How is this impacting me? And why am I so appreciative? So on Instagram, I asked you guys, what are some things that you're grateful for? And these were your answers. Someone said morning garden watering. Yes. Love it. Someone is going to be visiting their brother who they haven't seen in three years. And when I put that up, they said tomorrow. So they probably already seen them. I hope they let me know how it goes. Someone wrote their physical health. Someone wrote sunshining, being able to get outside. Someone wrote waking up. And then someone wrote a girl's trip to Minnesota to rest and explore. And then I thought this one was so beautiful, but someone wrote a good people that remind me I don't have to do everything alone. I just thought that was really beautiful because we're not alone. Okay. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to let them know what my three gratitudes were for today. So this morning I wrote down my gratitude. I wrote down my new walking treadmill that I got that has a desk on it so I can walk on it. I can get my steps in and be working at the same time. I'm really, I want to try recording while I'm walking, but we'll see because you might be able to hear that bump, 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 but maybe not. That would be really great. Okay. The next thing I wrote was um, Manny doing the dishes every night. He does the dishes every night. And I am so, so, so thankful for that. Um, it just makes me so happy. 
that I don't have to be doing them. Um, I mean, I do other things around the house, but I really am so thankful that he does those. And lastly, to myself, I'm thankful for myself and my dedication. I went caffeine free about seven months ago. And while that's a discussion for another day, I just feel so much better. And I'm so proud of myself. And I'm so thankful that I stuck to it even when I was getting those terrible caffeine headaches. But I made it through. I feel so much better. And I'm so thankful and proud of myself. So I that is our lesson on gratitude today. I hope everyone has an amazing day and weekend and we'll talk next week. Bye. If this podcast helped you or anyone you know in any way, it would mean so much to us if you could follow or subscribe to the MWell podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can do that by going to the main page of the podcast and hitting the plus or follow button. You could also leave a five-star review if you wanted or even share this episode with a friend. It would really mean so much to us. Also, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I'm happy we're here together. Let's do our breathing exercise. If you're driving, you can do this with your eyes open, hand on the steering wheel, or pull over. If you're not driving, you can close your eyes and put your hand on your heart. Now breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And repeat after me. I am brave. I am strong. I am kind, I am smart, I am beautiful, I can do hard things. Now breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth.